Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Our second scripture lesson this morning comes to us from John's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 11 to 18. And my pre-worship question of what do you think of when I mention the word sheep will make a little more sense then. So would you please join me now in our second scripture reading, which once again comes to us from John's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 11 to 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own knows me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. As I asked this morning, when was the last time you thought about sheep? It's funny because I actually had to, to spend some time thinking about this question or an answer to this question. Because outside of Christmas pageants or outside of documentaries about the countryside and the occasional mattress advertisement of sheep posing as these magical creatures that bestow good sleep, I can't really think of the last time I've thought about sheep in particular. But we find this morning in our reading that our attention is brought to these creatures of God as a way, perhaps, to help us understand ourselves, to understand one another, to understand our relationship to God, to Christ, as the Good Shepherd. So what does it mean for us, if we see ourselves as part of this flock of God, what does it look like for us to be someone who follows? What does it look like to live in a community, a flock, with neighbors who we don't get to pick and choose? That's my favorite part. 
what does it look like as well for us to model our lives after the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sake of the flock and takes it up again? Like most of God's creatures, I imagine that sheep can be stubborn. I haven't tried to herd sheep before or shepherd them. We could assume they're stubborn, as we know that people even more so can be stubborn. So once again, we ask ourselves, what does it mean to be sheep who follows a shepherd who provides a resurrection life? How do you think that would manifest itself in your life? If we're thinking about ourselves here, or if, if we hone in on, on ourselves as a person, not, not our neighbors, we're, it's easy to look at our neighbors. I'm asking us to look at ourselves first this morning. What does it look like for you to be a part of this flock of God? I'm going to bring this up because I think it's, it's something that's important. But when we think about being sheep or being part of a flock, right, sometimes that's used by others to connotate something negative, right? How many of you have ever heard someone say, don't, don't be, a, what is it, Karen, don't be sheeple, you know, right? Don't be someone who just follows. But as people who are called to embrace this resurrection life, this life where we put our trust, our faith in God, we're called to be part of that group that follows. We are called to be part of that flock that follows and trusts God. And for us as for us in that position as we hear this scripture, perhaps that's hard for us to even comprehend. Perhaps we want to fight back. Perhaps we are the ones who want to be the shepherd or the hired hand. We might have trouble placing our lives in the hands of God. That's not to say being a sheep, though, is something that's passive. It doesn't mean you don't have a responsibility to live faithfully into your calling as a child of God. Because as we'll find, as we'll discover later, there are certain expectations for us. So how are you living this morning as someone who follows in the Good Shepherd's footsteps? In what ways are you being nurtured, perhaps, by the good pastures that you are being led to? In what ways are you trying to break away and go your own direction because you think you know better? Or if you are sometimes like me, you 
on occasion go kicking and screaming because you want to really stop and think and plan, but sometimes that just doesn't work out the way you want it to. So how do you see yourself, once again, as a sheep, a part of God's flock? So looking at ourselves then, now we can look at others, our neighbors, other members of the flock. And this is part of that question I, I, I alluded to before. One of my favorite questions, I think, when we think about community, about what it means to live together, which is if we understand ourselves as people who are following God, trusting in God, what does it look like then to live as part, as, as a member of a community, of a flock, where we don't get to pick our neighbor? To be a part of something where we don't get to pick who sits in the pew next to us, who gets to live next door to us. We don't get to pick and choose people who look like us, who speak like us, who believe the exact same thing as us. That's not what God's flock is. If we think that within these walls of the church, we're meant to create something where we all believe the same thing, where we all practice the same way, if we think that we're called to live in a community like Mayo Pack and have everyone be the same, look the same, speak the same, believe the same things, then, folks, we are off base. <laughs> As we hear this morning in our reading, Jesus' work is much more inclusive much more inclusive of a vision of life together than we could possibly imagine. It involves people of different flocks, as Jesus says. People who won't look like us. People who won't speak like us. People who won't believe the same things we do. So what does it look like then for us to create a community that lives into this vision of life together? To practice a radical hospitality of welcome and love, which really shouldn't be radical in the first place. As we know that Jesus goes to find the beloved children of God and welcome them, regardless of who they are. This vision for ourselves, this vision of our life together, all is dependent upon this idea of a good shepherd. The good shepherd who not only lays down their life for the sake of the flock, but takes it back up again and then chooses to lay it down again. 
The good shepherd will do whatever it takes to protect what is loved, to protect what is cherished. Isn't that a part of what we are celebrating, remembering, trying to model in this ongoing season of Easter? It touches every part of our lives. To think about the way we conduct ourselves in daily living, to be mindful of the words that we use, the actions that we take, to be mindful of our lives together and how we are welcoming or excluding. It draws our attention to how we can live more faithfully as people who model not the hired hand, but the good shepherd. What I find so very meaningful from this passage is the part where the shepherd, where Christ is the one who is making this choice to lay down their life for others. It's not an obligation, it is a choice. And as you and I, as we see what is happening in our world today, you and I have a choice to make. You and I must choose how we will either model or not model this path of love and resurrection hope, this Easter hope. That is the challenge for us today and every day as an Easter people. So as we take some time this morning to look inward, to look at those who are around us, to consider our own relationship with our Savior, with our Creator, with the Good Shepherd, may we be inspired by this act of selflessness, this act of love which does not discriminate, which calls us to do so for others. Let us choose this pathway of life. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.